A-E-L. Say hello to the bad guys. Welcome to Book It, a podcast where we reimagine your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike, and today we have your GMs, Damone and Travis. How are you guys doing tonight? Still living the dream. Uh, how about you, I'm, Travis? I'm also living that dream. The I'm living that dream. dream as well. The exact same dream. The exact same dream. <laughs> um, this is episode three. Guys, we made it to the third episode. That is the farthest I've gotten on a podcast in like five years. This is my first podcast, so I can't really. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess you're the same. It could be technically say the same. You've never gotten farther than that on another podcast. (laughs) Um, So this is episode three. And so before we get into it, um, usually we, you know, we don't talk recent current events, but. Because of hell, because of this episode, this is the Hell in Cell episode. Uh, we're we're gonna do a we're gonna rebook Hell in the Cell. Um, not the not the one that just passed. So it won't be a recent Hell in the Cell that we're rebooking. Um, but I think we decided that we are gonna do like a best of best of greatest like hits. So yeah, what this is, well, this is a a, a fantasy where right? we're doing a full on fantasy segment. Um, fantasy booking segment, uh, which I have a fancy name for, but I don't remember it. So, uh, when, when I remember it, I'll get back to you. I'm sure somebody will be like telling their booking and I'm just going to bop in with it. But, like, here's what it's called right in the middle of what it's going to say it right in the middle of my booking and I'm going to forget everything I was fucking saying. I'm going to forget everything. We're going to have to restart. I had it. You know, I wrote some really cool ones down and that's the worst part is when you have something you think you write it down in the right spot and then you realize that it's not the right spot and you lose it forever because you're too lazy to scroll all the way back. Um, I'll find it. But anyways, so yeah, the, we're going to do full-on fantasy. Now, the way that this works is usually when we do the fantasy segment. Uh, you know what? We'll get to that. Hold on. I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, folks. So, Hell in a Cell just happened. Um, and so before we get into it, we're going to quickly, I'm going to throw it to Damone, um, who watched the full show, just to give us a little review on what he thought, um, maybe with some talking points and We'll discuss it just probably about five minutes or so. Uh, nothing too much. Um, well, I thought it was a I thought it was a fairly good show. I would still, I would say SummerSlam was better. Um, I did miss the only match I missed was the pre-show match. I didn't see that one, but what was I thought that? the it was the New Day versus. I don't know. I don't remember who was. Oh, Rusev Day. All New right. Day versus Rusev Day. R.I.P. Rusev Day. Um, so they, but, they broke up, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, they just they Rusev up? Day just broke up. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I don't. I don't know if I'm a fan of that. I I I actually like them together. I like tag. I like the tag teams though. That's that's the things I hate when tag teams get broken up. I like True. tag team. I like when they're it kind of ruined Enzo. It ruined Kaz at least. I still like Enzo, but I like ruined Kaz. I was I was all about Enzo. I'm that 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 infuriates me. It it still makes me sad how that all went down. 
yeah. uh, one day. But or... my match of the night for Hell in a Cell would definitely be the tag team match. This Seth and Dean versus The Shield versus um, Dolph and Drew. That was definitely my match of the night. I know the thing that people hate on it for is the ending to the right. Brock Roman That's match. While I wouldn't have booked it that way at all, I get what they were doing with it because they wanted to have Brock come out, just be the the beast. Um, and I get that part, but that's not how I would have booked it. But it, I, it feels like it was a really of attitude era kind of booking, in my opinion. Like yeah, messed I mean, up finish, really funky so finish, think, interference. You would think some people would like it a little bit more, but no. They they have this romanticized attitude era in their head where everything was perfect. What matches did you watch, Travis? Mm, I don't even remember if I watched any of them, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the main event. I watched whatever match was first. Don't ask me whatever match was first, but I watched... Oh, the Randy Orton-Jeff Hardy match. Oh, yeah, Randy Orton versus Jeff. So oh, yeah, that was... I watched... I watched yeah, that would have been my match. second best, the second best match of the night for me, that just because brutal. the whole yeah the screwdriver thing is that where you did you see that part, Travis? The screwdriver. I feel like it's hard not. To uh, no, I came in right after that. I saw a meme of it. Oh yeah, it was definitely brutal. Like it just hurts my ear thinking about it, visualizing it. I. Props to Jeff for taking that, I oh, guess, no that way. spot I slash have, bump. I have plugs. Like, I have my my ears stretched, and I feel like I would die. Like, you can't do that. Don't do that. I'm sure his earlobe was fucking torn. And the way he fell, he fell, like, face first through the table. It looked like it hurt. Like, did not look good. I, I wouldn't be surprised if... It's he's got his he's got to be calling it a career soon, right? Like yeah, definitely. Matt's pretty much be, done. So call it a career. Yeah, guy. he's like, got to be done before he like cripples himself. Yeah, well, he's not if he can problem. walk when he's fifty, I'll be surprised. Right? No, I. I, True. That's, I mean, that's not me trying to be an ass. It's just the way he's wrestled. Yeah, that definitely. I mean, his body. Yeah. Your body's gonna take that toll eventually. Yeah, um, the receipt's you know, eventually gonna come. It's gonna right. He may be prolonging it, but it's it's gonna happen. So, um, any any other thoughts on Hell in the Cell? Then, no, I thought it was a overall. I thought it was a pretty good show. Like, I, was it wasn't pay per view of the year? I think that so far, I would say that was SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But it was a pretty good show overall. I think WWE, their last two pay-per-views have pretty much I mean, the ending, done what they've needed to do. The ending kind of rooted for, like, for anything that I watched from there. I don't know. Again, I didn't watch the whole thing, so I'm basing it off that match that I did watch live. And that match, I liked the match. And then Brock, which I get, yeah. I get it. I get it. I know it. I understand, but I don't want it. Just take it. True. Don't don't give it to me. Give it to someone else. <laughs> I, yeah. 
and, sort of like and I used to be a huge Brock fan, but this last run is pretty much. I got behind him for a minute, but that was a long time ago. That was when Suplex City was so fresh. Um, all right, so we're gonna go on. Oh, by the way, I found the name of the segment. Do you want to know what it, what I called it? Sure. Yes. Fantasy booking. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Way to, yeah, uh, to talk clever. it up. I, and then, yeah, yeah. No, no. All right, all right, but hold yeah. on. Hold on. While, while we're talking about it, I, I want to mention, because I did have some clever ones. Let's let's not even front. I had some clever ones, um, and I lost them. But I'm going to bring them back, and I'll tell you what the other segment. Uh, was it Book to the Future? That was my favorite one. Uh, so that's when we're going to book – book future events kind of like all in was so let's go versus mankind guys that that was a quick count i like that name too um quick but, count's good quick book, count's your best I like idea so count. far i like yeah. book to the future book to the future i thought was funny um i'm finding it all right what was book to the future i don't even book remember to the future, that. like like what we did with all in all in two so you book oh. something in the future oh, yeah book to the future and then that's what we called it that's I call but it. I like that. that. Yeah, booked. And then um, the other one was. Just, <laughs> I call it that. The other one is rebooking history, so that's when we do something from the past. And then fantasy booking is fantasy booking. So everybody knows now. Now when we we refer to segments, guys, you know what we're talking about. If you think of a name that's cooler than uh, fantasy fantasy booking, booking. let <laughs> me know. I will give so you we can not remember it. So I can, so I can write it down in a chat and then lose it and have to scroll through <laughs> and try to find it. That is pro podcasting one hundred and one right there. Um. So, like I said, we're doing hell in the cell. Uh, fantasy, a fantasy booking segment. So it's full on fantasy. Um, for the most part, with the fantasy segment, the fantasy booking, there are no rules. Um, other than no big gender matches, um, and yeah, that's really, that's really it. I mean, there's some rules, ground rules, obviously, but not really. I mean, you could pull anybody from any time frame, just make it work, I guess, make it sound believable. Um, so the last episode was the NWO episode and we've, We've tallied the votes. Yeah, Travis won, by the way. Somehow, Travis, who doesn't like WCW, won in booking the NWO. I don't. I, I need somebody to explain that to me. I he. I'm in a. I don't know. I got no excuse. I'm going to give this one to Travis. He can have the win. He needs it. <laughs> Travis, do you need a victory speech? Uh, I was a good man. To a nicer guy, it couldn't happen. Let's just go with that one. Um, I like that. <laughs> so I think, I don't remember if we decided this or not, but I'm going to make it official here. So what I'm going to do is at the end of whatever we are going to consider a season, um, we are going to tally who wins the most, and then we are going to crown a Book It heavyweight champion. I think that would be fun. 
I think. Oh, so another good. championship I can take another from Travis. Another championship you can take from Travis. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um. So we're gonna get right into it. So Travis, you won. So you get to start off booking Hell in the Cell. Oh. Um, <laughs> I went with quality over quantity with this. Um, so my pay-per-view is actually only five matches long. However, they're all inside the cell. Okay. Um, so I went with the Brain Busters, or my opening match, I'm sorry, is the Brain Busters, which is Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, for those of you who don't know any kind of wrestling history. Oh, so now Travis um, is... is- uh, all about wrestling history, but skipped all of WCW. <laughs> he was like five at the time, yeah. given his defense. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And my dad was a huge Horseman fan, so. Um. <laughs> anyway, so it's gonna be the Brainbusters versus the Briscoes, and the new Briscoes, not the old Briscoes. And a tag title match. Um, the fuse is gonna be basically just built. What is it? I was say, who's the champion? Who's going in as the champions? Busters. Okay. Busters. Um, it's going to be classic uh, technical wrestling versus brawlers. Um, but obviously, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard can brawl just as well. Um, the Briscoes are going to be the heels in this scenario. And they're going to basically, they're going to antagonize the, the Brain Busters and tell them how they're washed up. They're they're the old school, new school's taken over. Um, but once it gets inside the cell, they realize that the Brain Busters still have a lot left in the tank. Uh, it's going to be a pretty decent back-and-forth match where they're beating... Finally, the Briscoes eliminate Arn Anderson by handcuffing him to the cell. And then they do a, um, concert- a concerto to Tully Blanchard, and then a double curb stomp onto the chair for the victory. Uh, My second match is going to be the women's title match. It is going to be the queen, Charlotte Flair, versus who (laughs) I believe is one of the greatest female wrestlers of all time uh, in Victoria. Um, Victoria is playing the heel here, and she's going to be very sadistic where she's, I I feel she's at her best. Um, she's going to be basically torturing Charlotte all the way up to this. Charlotte's going to come in. She's going to have an injured forearm for her. Um, Victoria attacked her with a chair and put her arm in the chair, stomped on it um, before the match. She's coming in here weak and uh, defenseless as it is. For the majority of the match, Victoria holds the um, upper hand. She's constantly attacking the forearm. She's working it throughout the match, um, locking in, keeping uh, arm bars and whatever all throughout the match, slamming into the ring post, the steps, hitting it with chairs. Um, but Charlotte, for however, I mean, she's the best in the world. She's the best to ever do it. So she per- perseveres, um, takes out Victoria with a spear, and then hits the figure eight with one arm for the victory. Uh, my third match is a triple threat for the Intercontinental title. It's going to be Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns. Um, Basically, it's just a Shield triple threat. This is based off the modern version of the Shield. 
Um, my thoughts are that Dean Ambrose is the heel. He snaps and beats the holy hell out of both of them. Um, he says he beat he. The reason he did it was because he still hasn't forgiven Rollins for what he did to them before. Um, he's just been biding his time for a chance to get his hands on him and truly make him pay for what he did. And the reason he attacked Reigns was he's sick of living in Reigns' shadow. He knows he's three times the wrestler that Reigns is, and he's three times without him. The Shield is nothing. So he's better than all the members of the Shield, um, and he's basically what made the Shield work. So coming into this match, they're going to play basically what their archetypes are. With Seth Rollins is going to be the um, underdog babyface using his agility and quickness to win. Uh, Dean Ambrose can be unstable. He's going to be a maniac. He's going to be out there to kill both of them, not win a match. He's literally trying to end their careers. Um, and Roman Reigns is going to be the powerhouse babyface, kind of tweener, because you know he's never tr- truly a babyface. He's always getting booed somewhere. Um, I am going to have Dean Ambrose walk out as the winner here, just because I feel like if he didn't win, it would halt all momentum for him. Um, I feel like this is something where he can work up to becoming a world champion again off of this. Uh, and the match actually ends on top of the cell where he hits dirty deeds on Roman Reigns and pins him clean. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see. Yeah, that does make sense, though, because out of the three, Dean can least afford to lose. Like, if Roman loses, whatever. If Seth loses, he's so over. It doesn't matter. But Dean, especially coming back from injury, he's still in that working his way back to being over phase. I agree. Um, and Dean is actually my least favorite member of the Shield right now. So just so everybody knows that. Agreed. <laughs> my he used to be my favorite match- in the original Shield. Yeah, me too. Mine too. My, probably. My I don't know. I like both. Bro. My least favorite member is probably Kurt Angle. I don't think they ever kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> he technically still is a member. Right. Uh, well, then my least favorite member is Cassius Ono. <laughs> <laughs> my most favorite is Triple H, then. <laughs> yeah. CM Punk's my second favorite. <laughs> CM Punk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my fourth match, which is going to be my co-main event, is going to be Triple H versus Cactus Jack. Um, this is going to be Reign of Terror Triple H versus the prime Cactus Jack. So pre-WWE, he's really out here just killing people and having fun with it. Exactly. Um, I feel like it's going to be a it's it's going to be a good match. Obviously, they have great chemistry, as we know, especially inside the cell. Um, but the fact that it's even before Big Foley was ever in a cell, so Play. that would be that would make it a little interesting to see what Foley as Cactus yeah. Jack and Just not Big Foley as Mankind would do. Yeah, because also this was when he was more he didn't really care. He was before he was married, had any kids. Yeah, um, he was doing death like... matches in Japan. He didn't care about his body or anything like that. Right. Is this pre or post ear removal? Uh, pre. Pre. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so he's like, this is it. I'm what prime. I'm going to kill you or I'm going to kill myself, Mick Foley. Nice. Um, and, you know, Triple H during the Reign of Terror, he was, that's when he really hit the greatest of all time status, in my opinion. Um, I love the Reign of Terror. I know Damone loved it. I do too. I'm sure Mike loved it too. But it was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd go for a Reign of Terror today. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> um, but, so it's, it's going to be a blood feud. It's going to be basically Cactus Jack and Triple H just want to kill each other. Um, it starts out as being for the like the whole situation is Cactus Jack wants the world title. Triple H says you're not world title material. Um, but then it becomes much more personal. Cactus Jack attacks Stephanie. Um, he takes out Flair. But at the same time, while he's taking out all these guys, all these people in Triple H's life, Triple H is still the smug and arrogant bastard that he is. So he's still a heel too. So it's almost heel versus heel. But I'm gonna make it tweener versus tweener because heel versus heel doesn't really work. Um, because they're both just ready to kill each other, as I've said. But come out, they don't even make it into the cage. Cactus Jack comes out first, obviously. Triple H comes out since second since he's the champion. As he's coming out, Cactus Jack rushes him. They start fighting in the aisle way. They fight all the way over the barricade into the crowd. Um, they're fighting all over the, throughout the crowd. Uh, end up coming back towards the cage. Uh, Triple H bashes um, Foley's head into the corner of the cell. Foley starts to fight back, gets Triple H down, and he starts climbing the cell. Um, they stay up there for a while, beating the hell out of each other. He goes for a clothesline on Triple H. Triple H ducks it and then throws him off the cell because we can't miss that iconic moment. Um, so, repeat what happened with Taker. Goes off the cell into the um, announce table. Who do you have calling, but, who do you have calling the, the, the event? Is it JR? Uh, well, it's all time. So, yeah, it'd be JR, uh, Jim Cornette. Paul Heyman. And actually, I'm going to make it a four-man four, four man team. It's going to be... We're going to put Bobby the Brain on there, too. You're going to have nice. too many big personalities. All, all That's color. the best part. Other than... No, I mean, JR's going to be play-by-play, but you got all color other than that. That you're just going to... Cornette's going to kill Paul Heyman. Motherfucker! It's going to be hell. <laughs> That's the main event. Paul Heyman exactly. versus <laughs> versus Cornette in the cell. Cornette versus uh, 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 bring in bring in uh, Bruce Prichard, and then then you got nah, uh, triple threat. <laughs> um, I can't. I had Prichard on the pre-show. He was facing Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Who do you think um, won that? In, in their prime, I guess it would probably be Bischoff, right? He had karate. Bischoff, because he actually had. No, no. Oh, I guess Bruce Prichard has karate and shit. Yeah, doesn't he see like a black belt? He's not like really that? a black belt. Oh, he's not really a black belt. I thought That's he was. But no, he just says that shit. Comrade oh, likes to fuck with him about I that. He did. I, I don't know. But no, I don't, I don't think Eric Bischoff. I don't think Eric Bischoff really has one either, though. 
I think he does. He he legit. I'm no, pretty he sure he's like a badass. No, he he legitimately does have one. Like he talks about it all the time. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm. No, I'm, I know he talks almost, about. Isn't he? I mean, which one is in the jujitsu? Isn't one of them in the jujitsu uh, hall of fame or some shit like that? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. What? That's, that's <laughs> also Bruce Pritchard talking shit. Bro, I don't remember <laughs> all those podcasts. <laughs> they start to build because they're basically the same show with two different people. Three, if you can. Yeah. Uh, actually, the only one Shivani. who's different is uh, Shivani. Shivani's they usually just do a, a watch along, and then, then he talks through it, which is all right. Right. Okay. Um, where was I at? Oh, so the difference in this between the uh, Triple H throwing Cactus off the cell and Undertaker throwing Mankind off the cell is Triple H doesn't give him time to recover. Where we had the um, Terry Funk moment, and you know, I mean, they took him on the cat on the stretcher and did yeah. all that. Triple H has said from the beginning that he that man, or Cactus Jack will not walk away from this match, and Cactus Jack promised the same thing about Triple H. So Triple H starts scaling down the cell. He gets down there, he grabs a chair immediately, and he starts beating the hell out of Cactus Jack. Um, I'm talking about the chair is bent in half from how hard he's hitting him um he picks before he his career gets going oh i am but he's gets better he doesn't have children to live for in this scenario exactly (laughs) (laughs) so um so finally he picks him up he tries to take him in the ring um but as the closer they get to the ring, Foley starts to stir a little bit more other than just being drugged, and he finally starts to fight back a little bit. Fights back enough to where he can roll in the ring and wait for Triple H to get in there. As Triple H goes to get in, he throws sand in his face. Um, so Triple H is blinded now. Foley rolls out of the ring and gets a bag from underneath the ring. I wonder what's in there. <laughs> so he comes out. Yeah, okay. he comes out. Yeah, Legos would be just as bad. <laughs> Turn off the lights and throw Legos all over the the, the ring. Um, he gets he rolls into the ring, and before he can get the bag open, Triple H is back on the attack. Um, at this point, Cactus Jack is bleeding profusely. Um, and Triple H isn't far behind. Spoiler alert. But he starts attacking him. He pummels him into the corner, beating the hell out of him until finally Cactus Jack just hits him with a straight nut shot. Um, remember, there's no rules in real fighting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so finally he gets him. He's hunters down. He, he gets up. He opens the bag of attacks, pours them all over the place, and then he grabs a handful of them. And walks over to Triple H. He pulls Triple H's head back and starts just beating his hand into his forehead. So Triple H now has thumbtacks in his forehead. And he goes to do... uh, What's Foley's finisher even called? That DDT that he does. Uh, It's just a double arm DDT. DDT. Okay. So he does that double arm DDT. He goes to do it onto the thumbtacks. And Triple H reverses it. Pulls him up and flips him over his back. Um, then he takes, or he goes for the pedigree after this, uh, but he doesn't get to connect either because 
Foley ends up hitting the mandible claw for the first time. I feel like somebody was about to say something about oh, that. No, not... no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he hits the mandible claw, and Triple H is about to pass out. But then, all of a sudden, the lights go out. <laughs> the lights come back on. Sting, let it be Sting. Sting's coming <laughs> from the rafters. It's A. It's WCW all over again. And standing in the middle of the ring is not Sting, and it's not Taker. Damn, damn, damn. It's the Nature Boy. Aww. Is so, that- <laughs> so Flair comes in. He has a. Chair in one hand and a sledgehammer in the other. He's he throws the through. sledgehammer next. He throws the sledgehammer down next to Triple H and then beats the holy hell out of Cactus Jack. Um, he sets up Triple H to uh hit him with the whatever the sledgehammer and then he sets him up for the pedigree. Triple H pedigrees him and pins him for the three count. That you know, is that it? Is that the end of the match? That's, it, that's the end of the match. All right. It's, it's not the I end of the show. I see what you did the there. The I see what you did there, though, because Trip or Flair and Mick have had issues in the past. Okay, but like, I was expecting a turn there. Expecting <laughs> a turn or somebody turning on somebody, and I got kind of excited. And then there's nothing. It that that is WWE booking in a nutshell. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> look, I just I they beat the hell out of me. They did exactly what they said they yeah, were gonna but, do. But why have the lights turn off? So that Flair like just, just appears. Just have Flair run out. Get in the cell because the up. lights lights set up for something bigger. But, but then it was just Flair. Yeah, yeah, just, it yeah. Bigger, then it, just it was intentionally yeah. designed it's only that way. Flare. Yeah. yeah. All right. Is it was that's not your, is that that your main event, way. or no? Do you have one more match? No, I got one. More. I got one more match. So my last match is a retirement match. Um, basically, whoever loses, loser leaves town. Basically, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the, I want to say, I don't know, whatever the last match for this person was that era for both men. Uh, it's Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Um, oh. The reason I did this was, I feel like their last match should have been inside the cell. I feel like yeah, it was a fitting fitting way. It would have made sense. That was, like, that was like one of the matches that kicked off the Attitude Era. Exactly. Um, so this match is billed as the last Outlaws. Um, it's them, like, it's honestly... Shawn Michaels fi- trying to finally put The Undertaker away once and for all, and Undertaker doing the same thing for um, to Shawn Michaels. And there was no other match that it could be in other than Hell in a Cell. So, match starts out just a regular old wrestling match between I mean, between two legends. Um, they're going after it, but finally ends up getting hectic. Shawn Michaels super kicks. Undertaker and he flips out of the ring. But he doesn't stay down long. He does his signature sit up motion. He grabs the cage and starts to pull himself up. 
and Shawn Michaels goes to fly outside of the ring. But Taker moves and he smacks the cage. Taker then immediately starts working the lower back. Um, so this is a first in a while, but Taker is going to work heel in this match. But he doesn't start working heel until this point in the match. Um, you can really tell he's really trying to end his career. He's hitting him with chairs in the back. He's picked him up. He tombstones him, or not tombstone, I'm sorry, last rides him onto the steel stairs, um, throws him into a, what's the move called where they pick him up like they're about to put them on their shoulders, but then they just spin out. Mm. Like, almost like a black hole slam, but not quite. Okay. Um, like but a sidewalk does, slam? Maybe. maybe. No. No. No, I don't know how to explain it. But he does that, and he smacks his back off the uh, ring post. Um, Shawn Michaels is trying to fight back. He's playing the underdog, as only Shawn Michaels can. Um, I will say Shawn Michaels is a goat at that. No one can be as good of an underdog as he, he can be. Sure. Um, so he's he's really out there. You know how he sells. He's out there selling like it's the end of his life, let alone... Yep, you know what I mean? you think he was in there with Hogan. <laughs> um, but eventually, Taker gets him outside the cell. He's beating the heck out of him, punching him, kicking him, throwing him around. But for whatever reason, he can't get his shoulders down for three. He kicks out every time at two. Um, he picks him up. He throws him into the cell like a uh, like Nash did Rey Mysterio. Just like a dart. Yeah, yeah, the the lawn dart. (laughs) Throws him straight in the cell. He bounces off. um, And then he picks him up for a second time and does it again. But this time, Sean grabs the cell. And to try to gain some time to get away from him, he climbs up. So, obviously, Taker goes after him. They are... Up there, they're brawling, they're brawling. Um, Taker finally gets Sean up for a tombstone, but Sean reverses it, flips over his shoulders, and when Taker turns around, he gets hit with the super kick. Sean goes for the pinfall. One, two, three. Oh, no, he kicks out. Right at the absolute last second. Um, Taker goes, gets up, he choke slams him into the cage. He picks him up again and choke slams him again. Sean kicks out out of both uh, choke slams. Then Sean gets tries to start fighting back. He's on his knees. He's trying to fight back as best as he can. Um, and you can just see it in Taker's eyes that he just wants this to be over. He's sick of fighting him. He doesn't understand why he won't stay down. But for whatever reason, Sean keeps fighting, keeps fighting until finally... He hits the tombstone on him on top of the cage. One, two, three. It's over. You like the match is ending on top of the cage. <laughs> he does. Only two of them ended up there. <laughs> two out of five. That's it. Your it's only forty percent. Ends with Taker. That's going. Yo, I mean, Shawn Michaels is crying, and yeah, you know I mean, all that. Taker leaves. <laughs> That's fine. Which era Taker was that? The same one that was. It's the same. It's basically the last match, Sean's last match, but inside a cell. Okay. So the one is it? Okay. Would it? Yeah. 
That's fine. I'm sure it doesn't make a difference. They're both old either way. Um, yeah. So, all right. It's not bad. It's not bad. Damone, your turn. Okay. So, um, I pretty much see the Hell in the Cell as a feud ender. So, some of these are feud enders on mine, and then some of them are just, like, trying to prove who's the better man. Or, in the case of my first match, who's the better woman. So I'm going to open up with Charlotte Flair, the queen, versus Trish Stratus, who a lot of people see as the goat of the women. So they're going to, all my matches are in the cell as well. So, because I think if you're going to do a Hell in a Cell pay per view, you should either have, you either shouldn't be a pay per view at all. I'm going to have Charlotte make Trish tap out. Because I think Charlotte is better than Trish, and she's the queen, and I'd say she's the goat already. Charlotte is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Period. Yeah. So um, oh, she's no. gonna tap out. She's gonna ta- Trish is gonna tap out to the figure eight, and then for my second match, we're gonna have after this feud has been building for years, Miz versus Daniel Bryan. They hate each other. The smack. The talking smack interview of Miz screaming at Dol- or at um Daniel, that Dolph Daniel, Miz um berating Daniel when they were on NXT. Daniel Bryan like this last few hasn't been able to get to Miz and beat him because Miz has cheated. And they at Hell in the Cell they barely won. So I'm gonna have Miz and Daniel Bryan end their feud. Hell in the Cell, Daniel Bryan is going to end up victorious over The Miz. Babyface goes over. Daniel Bryan finally vanquishes his biggest rival. For the third match, I'm going to have The Shield, well, Seth and Dean, that part of The Shield, versus The Outsiders. So we're going to get Prime Outsiders, ninety seven or ninety six, ninety seven. So Paul match, and Nash. That means this match is going to end in a in a DQ, no <laughs> contest, run in from every member of the NWO. But somehow, <laughs> before any of that happens, the ref gets knocked out, and <laughs> the match never ends. And, and Nash and Hall don't like even talk to each other the entire time. Essentially, that's definitely. So I'm I'm actually gonna have this one. I'm not gonna do a dusty finish or a WCW finish. So we're gonna have the Outsiders win clean because I honestly think they're, if not the goat of the tag team division, they're up there. They're my top five for all time tag teams. To watch any of the the their tag team title run for that first year. I swear they were only in the ring together in a, oh in a year for probably like three times. I I don't remember them doing very much at all. Like they they that tag division literally got destroyed because they had the titles. Like even Booker T. Yeah, you don't need to. You know, yeah, you don't need to. Even Booker T. Be the have a bunch of matches if you, there is no division because you destroyed it. Well, right, and that's the thing. is like even Harlem Heat, they were together. They were doing really well, and then they basically split up during that run, and then the 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 Steiners ended up splitting up, 
And then after that, I mean, that was the that was, that was pretty much that it. Was, that was it. I mean, the the four horsemen already split up because of the NWO. Like you didn't have a very big. I mean, the American males split up because Buff Bagwell joined the NWO. Um, Buff, I got this stuff. The girls can't get enough. Like they broke up so like the entire tag division. Half people went to the NWO. The other half stayed with WCW. And yeah, it was it was a train wreck of a division for a very long time. Yeah, but the outsiders are still National Hall to MA. I'd probably I put them in my top fifteen favorites. Yeah, I, I I'd say that. I like Hall. I like Nash a little bit better than Hall. But you know, interesting fact though, no one ever kicked out of the Razor's Edge. He he literally wouldn't do it if he wasn't gonna win. So only move to never be kicked out of. So I'm gonna have um, Razor hit the Razor's Edge on Dean to pin him because well, I go. think Dean's the weaker of the two. Um, I prefer Seth. And then for my fourth match, we're gonna have going back to Hell in the Cell that just happened. We're gonna have Braun versus Roman, but this time we're it's gonna no outside interference, no Dogs of War, no Brock Lesnar appearance. It's just gonna be a hard hitting two monsters. Destroying, well, literally a monster in Roman, who's pretty much a superhero at this point, just going back and forth, destroying each other. They have a, their feud. We all know about it. Roman, um, Braun's not finished with you, so I'm actually I'm gonna have Braun win this one because Roman, even if he loses, he's fine. Braun, monster, he needs to. I think they just need to give him the title at this point because they're gonna eventually. Kill yeah, his give, momentum. Give, if okay, but you he doesn't him, win it. If you give him the title, if you give right now, if you were to give Braun the title, then what? Then you have him keep destroying people. Did, yeah, but but didn't they try something similar to Daska and it kind of didn't do very well for the. For you the could, next but you can have you could you could have Braun. I debate that, but you could have Braun destroy people, but have it be close matches, and also you could have. You can still have threats. Like, I think that's the whole thing. You still have threats. How does somebody destroy someone, but it be a close match? What I mean is, Braun still, like, dominates. Because it's Braun. Braun still dominates them. And ends up... How do I put this? Braun still dominates them, and... (laughs) Still dominates them, and it's a close match. Braun wins. Braun eventually wins. There was a bunch. There was but, a couple two counts. Yeah, there's a couple out. two counts. Braun gets knocked off his feet. He there's moments not, where you think maybe this is it. Mm-hmm. it, it was, you think there's a couple moments it, where you think so, is, this is it. it was, where you think Braun's gonna lose? He got so destroyed that that it uh yeah. And I'm not saying Braun has to win forever. Like you can have him event, you can have him drop the title after a couple months. I'm just, I'm just mad that you're saying he's destroying and dominating all these things, but then you're saying it's competitive. It's got to be one or the other. He's destroying it, but they're so close that he's being destroyed. I think you could have a combination of both, kind of like the Reign of Terror, where the Triple H was cheating a lot of the time, but he was still dominating. The world title scene. So, so you're saying dominating in the form of um, his record, not in the form of individual matches. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. That sorry, I didn't explain okay. that well. Yeah, I mean like okay. dominating okay. It, as in his record. Like he's constantly winning, but like he's going to the brink. And you okay, so actually Roman think that yeah, Rome yeah, kind of like a Roman Reigns where you think there's always that possibility he could lose, but he doesn't. So Braun wins that, that match. Um, for my fifth match, I'm sorry, Mike, and I even wrote down the paper. It's Cena versus Punk. Oh, jeez. Hey. I should have done that one. I should have added that Cena one. Cena versus Punk. You, we all know the history. Money in the bank. The corporate people is seen as the corporate champion versus the outlaw Punk. So we're gonna have we're gonna have CM Punk win. He's gonna um, win or, clean after a. Oh, he's gonna win yeah. clean. He's gonna beat Cena clean. Get the fuck out of here. It's gonna win. You, the uh, you hate you. You're biased. Get the fuck out. Oh, of here. you think that <laughs> Punk can't fucking beat Cena clean? I think if it was a real, he fight, beat Cena clean not. before. <laughs> you, I already said I'll beat, I'll beat Cena up. So you can't beat Cena. Up. Bring Cena, it on, John. Bring it on, John. <laughs> Take the match, John. Sign I the think, contract. Especially if it's a Sign real fight. Sign the fucking contract. a real fight. Cena He'll do, do nothing. Fucking... He'll do nothing. We can. We already the know Punk can't bum. fight. We already know Punk can't fight. But we don't know if Cena can fight either. Look at those muscles. And I know it doesn't that matter. I he just has a one punch man him. He's just gonna fucking kill him. Look, I'm Mystic Mac Jr. Over. I'll, I'll kill him <laughs> inside one round. All right, who who won? Get your, the fuck oh. out of here. All right, do you have another yeah, match? Yeah, I have Funk with it. Yeah, I have more. I didn't drop. I didn't stop at five. All right. Um. So I have Batista versus Randy Orton. It's two pretty much evolution. The two. Offspring, I guess, for lack of a better word, of evolution to see who's better. And I'm going to have Warren win this one. I think I Batista should be this. at... Yeah, Batista should be at SmackDown, by the way. The thousand episode, he definitely should be there. He deserves Agreed. it. He's a big part of their success. Yeah, but didn't he go on Hopefully they get that figured out. Note. Yeah, so. but hopefully they can get that figured out. Um, so my for my seventh match, I'm gonna have the New Age Outlaws and X Pac. That's for you, Mike. Yeah, to make up for the Punk appearance. Oh yeah. Then versus, <laughs> versus New Day, all three members versus Uso and Umaga. I'm bringing Umaga back, well, back from the dead. Umaga's gonna take eat the pin, right? Because you can't have actually. Else. He's just Simone Spike fucking X Pac into oblivion. For, much xbox sorry is gonna take the pin on this one because oh, it's xbox and <laughs> i know all the members match out of the nine people in this match he's honestly the worst member wait, arguably wait, wait, wait. between him and between him and i mean worse in what way because it... <laughs> he's the smallest on. one and the most likely that you would see getting the pin taking the pin i don't know i can see badass billy gun who's in this match what? It's New Age Outlaws and X Pac versus New Day versus Uso and Umaga. Xavier's but I'm the actually worst having in I'm actually having Quit New playing. Day win. So Xavier <sighs> can't take the pen because New Day's gonna win. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who what what version of Usos are we getting? We're getting the heel Usos. Like, like so the thug? two thousand yeah, thug Uso Usos. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, so the best, that's the best. That's the best in the world. That's who I should have used instead of yeah. fucking brain busting. Yeah, I like the that version of the Usos. I was never, I wasn't really a fan of 
bright color paint Usos. So, Me either. But or the, the Samoan Samoan. Yeah. So I'm going to have like original New Day is what I'm talking about, by the way. Original, not... Okay, when I say original, I don't mean like when Xavier had the big puffy hair or whatever he was doing and they were like the Black Panthers <laughs> version of New Day. I mean like, yeah, pre-pancake New Day. So New Day's going to win that I one. The with pancake. They hit the... They is hit there, the new day oh, hour. Exactly. I get it. it just, I, yeah. I don't. The only time I thought it was funny is when they did. It was with the Miz, and like they threw pancakes like in his face, like in yelled shame. I think they. I like because he didn't like pancakes. I think that was the funniest How part of like the pancake pancakes, thing. So pancakes are lit. Yeah. So oh, for my eighth match, we're also gonna have another blood feud ending. We're gonna have Shawn Michaels versus Brett. So Ooh. we all know the history. Montreal screw job. This is in that era, like right before the Montreal screw job era. Those two guys, they hate each other. They fought in the back. Can't stand each other. Would literally kill each other if they had the chance. And because HBK is the heel in this version of it, I'm actually going to have HBK be the heel, even though in that era I was kind of, HBK was the face in the U.S., but the heel in Canada and Brett vice versa. I'm going to have Brett win. I think Sean is better overall, like over, had a better overall career, but Brett is still one of the greatest technicians of all time, and I'm going to have Brett get his redemption on Sean. Um, so then for my ninth match, we're going to, we, we had, we've already had TLC with these three teams. So we're going to have Jeff and Matt, the Hardys, versus the Dudleys, versus Edge and Christian. In the cell, it's just going to be chaos. They're going to be throwing each other around. Tables are going to come out because it's the Dudleys. And I'm going to have the Hardys end up winning this one. Edge and Christian seem to win all of the matches. Whenever these three had their pay-per-view matches, Edge and Christian seemed always to get over. Yeah, Probably, but I'm going to have the Hardys actually win this one. Um, For my 10th match, I'm going to have Triple H. How long is this pay-per-view? Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is fucking 10 matches of Hell in a Cells. It's going to be like 10 matches. It's 700 people in it because you have multiple. They're all five five minutes apiece. It's going to be like a four. It's like SummerSlam. It's going to be like a five-hour pay-per-view. A fucking Hell in a Cell then, matches? Yeah, all Hell in a Cell matches. Oversaturation? Hey, we're doing it once a year. Might as well go all in. So, Triple H versus Cactus Jack 2. So, obviously, Triple H ended his Cactus, or Mick Cactus with Mankind, whatever you want to call him. He ended his career, kind of, because like two months later, Mick came back at WrestleMania, but whatever. So we're gonna have it. So that those two guys in that era, Triple H is at his like most evil, manipulative. He's the game, just doing that whatever he wants. Versus Cactus, who wants revenge. He tried to end, pretty much ended his career. And I'm gonna have Cactus actually go over because I didn't realize this until like a couple weeks ago that Mick never actually won a Hell in the Cell even though he was in multiple of them, 
and he never actually won one. So I'm going to give Mick this one, even though Triple H is the GOAT, but I'm going to let Mick finally get over in the cell. How many and for my final in? match is going to be, I think he was in, he was two, in the, right? like, three. What's the third? I don't remember what the third. I know he was in Undertaker, events Undertaker, obviously, and then Triple the H. Mac Triple H. I feel like it was another one. Did he face Orton in one? Oh, keep going. I'll, I'll look it up. Keep I going. feel like he did, yeah. I feel like he did, like, later on in his career. Or was it Edge? I feel like he did have another one, but he never won one. But anyway, um, my final match is going to be Taker versus Kane. Brother versus brother. Kane got introduced in the cell. Kind of a callback to that. And I'm going to have Taker win clean after they beat the hell out of each other. Taker's actually going to throw um, Kane off the cell. But Kane being Kane is that, and this is old school, 98, 97, 98 Kane, the original mask. He's going to sit up after being thrown off the cell, and they're going to fight, and then eventually take her after, like, three tombstones on right in a row onto the steel steps, finally is able to pin his brother. And that's the end of my pay-per-view. Um, okay, so... Mankind was in a Hell in a Cell with a tag team Hell in a Cell on Raw's War two weeks before the one where he got thrown off the cage. He also faced Kane in one. Okay. Yeah. I thought he had more than... I knew he had more than the two. I just couldn't remember what the last one was. I'm still trying to figure out if that was the last one. But yeah, he never... He never won one. Because I remember they mentioned on the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that Mick never actually won a Hell in a Cell even though being in multiple. Yeah, he got beat by Taker. He got beat by Stone Cold and Taker. He got beat by Kane. Or no, I'm sorry. He got beat by Triple H and him versus Kane ended in a no contest. He had literally, oh my God. He had three Hell in a Cell matches within two months. <laughs> that sounds <What> terrible. <laughs> Poor Mick. No wonder he can barely walk. Right. Guess he catches up. I think. All right. Anything else? Any last thoughts on uh, either of the bookings? No. no. You guys want to know who had the most victories and the most appearances in Hell in the Cells? Sure. Triple H has the most victories, right? The Undertaker has eight victories. That's what I kind of thought. But. And he has 14 appearances, but Triple H has six victories and nine appearances. And then number three is Randy Orton with four victories and seven appearances. I know at one point Triple H was undefeated in the cell, and then he lost to Batista. It was during the Batista feud. He was undefeated. He was like 4-0, 5-0 in the cell, and, and then he what, lost. In singles? Because he lost the Armageddon one, which was the second. In singles, yeah. They were, I don't no, think I'm they sorry, were counting the Armageddon one. Yeah, in singles. The Armageddon one yeah. is wild. He was four and one, or four and zero, four and one if you count the six person one. Yeah, I don't think they counted yeah. that one. But yeah, that one's crazy that they did six people. And I just remember Rikishi getting thrown off the cell into the truck bed. Yeah, I remember that too. Not really remember it, but 
like from seeing it live or anything because I was like five. But <laughs> but you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. That's one of my favorite matches, honestly. Hell in Cell was one of my favorite matches, and I loved everybody in that match. So I was like super lit for a minute. I should have done Triple H versus The Rock instead. But I don't know if I, I could have done about it. That. It wouldn't have been brutal. Yeah. I just felt like doing Mick and Triple H was... Because honestly, I would say that's the greatest Hell in a Cell match, followed by the original Hell in a Cell. I've never seen the original one. Come on, man. We got to watch it. We'll do a watch party and we'll watch it. All right. All right. So, um, we're going to move on to the next, and I guess basically the last segment till the end here. Um... This is my favorite se- segment, the quick count segment. Uh, but Callisto versus mankind, folks. <laughs> uh, no, no, Callisto versus mankind. So, Callisto uh, versus Big Show. I'm gonna let Damone go first on this. Since That's closer. Second on on the actual uh, uh, booking. Um, so this week we've got Velveteen Dream versus Dusty Rhodes. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I want this so bad. Oh. So I'm going to have, it's going to be prime gold dust. Um, Dusty Rhodes, not Dusty gold dust. Oh, not Dusty. oh, you said Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, Sorry, I thought you said Dustin. Sorry. So, okay, that definitely changes it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the American dream, baby. So I'm going to have it's going to be pr- still prime dusty. He's you know fl- the, not flashy, but he's the son of a plumber. He's in the he's the NWA champion, and here comes this flamboyant. It's like the '80s flamboyant, like yeah, flamboyant. I don't know what else to call him. Um, Velveteen Dream, who he wants his shot. He thinks he's better. He's better. He's younger. He's in better shape than Dusty. Dusty says, you haven't earned it, kid. I'm, I worked my way up to this. You got to work your way up. Velveteen's like, no, I'm I'm just going to take it. Beats the hell out of Dusty. Dusty finally is okay, like, okay, kid, you get your shot. They have a match. Dusty ends up winning. Hits the bionic elbow. One, two, three. Dusty's like, you're good, kid. You're really good. You put on good matches, but you're just not there yet. Velveteen, because he's Velveteen, is pretty much I'm not going to take that for an answer. Keeps attacking Dream anyway, verbally attacking him, physically attacking him. He ends up, they have a second match for the title. Velveteen ends up winning the match after using dirty tactics, after using brass knuckles, and then hitting his elbow. Finisher one two three, Dusty's like you're you're really good kid, but you sh- you shouldn't need to do that to win matches. That's Dusty's like I want my rematch though. Velveteen's like nah, I don't feel like giving you a rematch, old man. So now Dusty's on the hunt for Velveteen. He ends up eventually getting his his rematch, and Dusty ends up losing clean the Velveteen after a really like a five star great match. They're they're bloody Velveteen because he's Velveteen sells amazingly. So does Dusty, and then Velveteen ends up hitting the elbow, the flying elbow. One two three. After the match, 
Dusty raises Velveteen's hand and arm uh, raises Velveteen's arm um and um says good job kid you you're you're good hands him the NWA title and Velveteen Dream is now your NWA world champion bravo how about you uh Travis T uh i would have them be obviously dreams the heel dusty's the face um i would have it be set up as a um dreams an up and comer who wins a shot at the title um but uh dusty's not super excited about it he's not sure he deserves it but he's not saying no he's going to go ahead and let him have the title shot he's doing what he's supposed to because he is the baby baby face um what was I going to say? Uh, so then I don't let them touch at all at for the entire buildup. Um, but I let them start to get really personal in their jabs, verbal jabs. So Dream does his thing. Velveteen Dream does his thing. American Dream does his thing. And they're constantly calling each other out. That You can see that he's really getting under Dusty's skin. Dusty's getting, wild, getting um, riled up and really wants to fight him. They get to the match, or they get to the match, and it's a perfect old school story driven match where they're telling the story of how Dusty's just not on the same level as Velveteen is in terms of physicality, in terms of athleticness. Um, but at the same time, ring awareness and ring psychology and being a ring general is Velveteen's not in the same level as Dusty. So they both have their advantages. Um, but Surprisingly, the younger man wins clean. So Dusty puts over Dream clean. Uh, invokes his rematch clause. Said pretty much the same thing as Damone said. He says he's. I mean, you're good, but you're not good enough. It was a fluke. Now I'm gonna prove it. Um, get into this next match, but this time it's much more one-sided. Uh, Dusty is just completely outclassed. He's showing him. He's really putting over the Dream and letting the Dream be the the future of the company. Um, and Dream wins again clean. I was just thinking about this, and if Dream was in the 80s and he was white, he'd be a huge deal. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, he's going to be a huge deal now, so... Yeah, I, I'm glad. Is that all? But that's it. No, that's all yep. Okay. I'm going to I mean, they were both kind of similar but i think i like demones a little bit more so i'm gonna have to give that one to demone another um, win for the bad guy i think demone is undefeated in these is it maybe. <laughs> uh, no no i think tough. i won this, the first it, one i think you won the first I won one these are tough these, these yeah are, these I, I'm not, it's, it's like you gotta well you gotta do up it's three matches on the spot yeah like yeah I especially mean, going like, first is actually hard like Cause it's like, oh, uh, um, you don't have any yeah. time. It's just kinda, <laughs> no start, time to you, think about you, it. You make it work. It sounds like you got this stuff down when you're you're just going. So so good good shit. Um, uh, all right. So before we get out of here, because we're definitely running over on our normal time, we're usually about forty five minutes. Uh, we're definitely over, but it doesn't matter. We can go as long as we fucking want. Um, <laughs> So uh, we own the network. Yeah. Sorry, Raul. Hashtag sorry, Raul. <laughs> yeah, so that's one one thing. Uh, uh, Twitter. We now do have a Twitter. It is uh, you can look at it. 
book it 15 all one word obviously uh that is you know twitter.com slash book it 15 um you can get us there you know, where did so, the 15 come from i i you know what i was setting up the twitter account and it just kind of i must have missed a spot where you put in what the actual name would be so it just did it did 15 and before i realized it, it was too late so it, it is what it is either way it works okay all right, just wondering. Um, <laughs> so, so look at fifteen on Twitter. Uh, you can also go to the find us all in Reach for the Ropes, uh, the group on Facebook, Reach for the Ropes. Uh, we now have an email, so if you want to send your questions, you don't want to send it to Twitter, you want to send them through email. We have a, an email now that's bookitpodcast at gmail dot com. That is bookitpodcast at gmail dot com. Got it. Got it. We're good. Yeah, we need your ideas, like uh, for yeah, yeah. things so to book. And... That's how we know who the winner is going to be for the most part. Be guys voting. Um, I'll uh, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit here. Uh, we do sometimes, for the most part, uh, uh, not tonight, but we we will be putting some episodes in the can. Um, I haven't figured out how we're going to figure out who wins or not if we record multiple episodes at night. Maybe it'll just be my discretion. Not like it really matters. No one's going to know anyways. But I'm just, you know, going to pull it back just for a second here just so everybody can see behind the curtain. Um, Damn but, it, Russo. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Russo is booking this podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. It's closed over some mankind. This is all. This is all we're, we're actually just feeding his, his – he's just feeding us his booking ideas that we're, we're taking them. So we're still on a pole. We're, yeah, we're, it's, book it, it's a microphone on a pole match. Um, a pole on a pole match. But we are on Twitter and, and email. So hit us up. Uh, email us. Tweet us. Book it 15. You know, we, we like to talk to people. Um. So follow us if you haven't. If you're going to, uh, that'd be great. I thought. Oh, we have a theme song which you've probably heard at the beginning of the episode. Uh, that you know, that's that's pretty lit. It's a pretty cool theme song. I'm um, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, none of my other podcasts. Shout out to Marcus Reigns, M O A. Um, that's the guy that made the theme song. Marcus Reigns on Facebook. Uh, his stage name is MOA Man of Action. Shout out to him because shout out to him because uh, it's a it's a pretty sick intro and uh, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm excited to use it. Me um, too. I still think there was something else I wanted to say, but I forgot what it was. Oh, uh, I've got something I, to say. I, I was gonna say the the only other thing is is we're you know the hashtag sorry sorry Raul. I think we're gonna use that. So. uh that, that's our, if you use Twitter, just sorry, Raul, hashtag sorry, sorry, Raul. Uh, that'll be our, you know, our hashtag. Sorry, Raul. Uh, Travis, go ahead. Two things. So I know we're on the Nerdcore platform, and they have the Patreon. I think that's how you say it, Patreon yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, if you guys end up listening and you want to hear the bloopers from these episodes, let us know start posting those part of the patreon because these are hilarious today it took us like 12 <laughs> times to record oh, yeah. the fucking intro yeah. it, it, um, it, it was my fault it, it was, was awful my fault <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Welcome to welcome, Book It. Welcome to <laughs> Book It. Ep- <laughs> what episode are we on? <laughs> so that's number one. So, well, I mean, I'll talk to Raul about. That. I don't think he cares. Yeah. But um, that's number one. But number two is I'm going to use this platform to plug my other platform. Um, I have a solo podcast coming up as well called Trigger Warning with Travis Trimble. So be on the lookout for that. My first guest is actually Raul. Um, I might call it, sorry, for Raul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so if you're listening to this and you have, you're an interesting person with that does interesting things and has interesting outlooks on life and would like to be on an open-ended podcast where we just come and we talk and shoot the shit, let me know. Uh, my name is Travis Trimble on Facebook. Trimble, T-R-I-M-B-L-E. Yeah, and that's I, it. I think yeah. it should be tra- trigger warning with Travi T. I like Travi T. <laughs> that's I forgot to call you that in the intro coming in. I was like, I called you Travis. I was like, shit, I forgot to call him Travi T. <laughs> I called you Travi T all week, and the first time I actually wanted to call you Travi T, I didn't do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Damone, do you got anything you need to plug? Nope, not really. That's it. Nope, nope. Uh, I'm that, too it. lazy to do a solo podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I never did a solo one, but I, you know, I did other podcasts that didn't do anything, didn't take off the ground because, uh, yeah, because not because they were bad, just never happened. But Inconsistent. It was no, well, uh, it was a long time ago, and. It's a lot easier to publish podcasts now, uh, rather than right. it was then. Like I couldn't, like I had to upload it to a different, like my audio through a different site because it was too large to be one thing or another. I had, I couldn't find a way to get an RSS feed at the time uh, without having to pay for it, and I wasn't paying for something that I, yeah, and then or I didn't know how to do it. But now it's all a lot easier, so. I am very thankful for that. Uh, so who knows? Maybe I will also eventually do another podcast or revive my old podcast, which probably isn't going to happen because I think there's another podcast now with the same name. So, and it was pretty sh- it, not shitty, but it was it was just a very general general uh, podcast about absolutely everything, and it jumped around a lot until the end when it was just me and my friend uh, and. Yeah, we just kept talking about the the dude. It was, it was the dude, who, uh, what he he had, what did he do? Something to do with cheese and his dick. I don't remember. <laughs> like he was going. I don't know if he was going around flashing people, but then, uh, oh, uh, you know what? Maybe I got the two stories mixed up. Is cheese man? Yeah, I don't remember. I'll have to find out. Maybe I'll. It'll be a to be continued story because I don't remember shit. Uh, that was like mad years ago. Um, Mike just be talking. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't let me start going because I will ramble and ramble yeah, and ramble. Uh, yeah. So my job it. is Mike in check. Yeah. Well, I'm the host. I'm supposed to keep everybody else in check, but then I started thinking about something. And at this point in time, I'm super tired, and I'm just gonna keep talking. So, Dang, let's wrap it up. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah. wrap this up. We're gonna get out of here, and uh, 
This is Thanks it. for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to episode three of Book It, a wrestling podcast. And uh, enjoy the intro on, I guess, outro on the way out. Buenos noches, Raulito. <laughs> sorry, Raul. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, Raul. <laughs>